1: Hi villains and for and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. I don't know what happened there with music continuing to go as we pop back on. Uh Aston Villa versus Wolves today. A game I'm really, really looking forward to. A game that could put us in high, high spirits going into the international break. And a game whereby we owed them one. We owe them more than one, to be honest with you. We owed them two or three because we've had some bad beats to Wolves in the last few last few seasons. And um it like it's it, it's it's one it's a who do we need to we need to break, um, uh, and what better time than to break it, than to break it than right now. A um, couple of bits and pieces there. Paddy's going to pop in, join us there in one moment. But a couple of bits and pieces. Oh, there he is. Um, uh, there's there's been talk this morning, and you're just back here, Paddy. Uh, looking on Twitter, there's been talk this morning that both the Abbey and Kamara have been passed fit to play. Um, I don't know how true that is. I don't know how false that is. But um, I've seen I've seen more about Diaby being past fit to play today than I have seen about Kamara. Um, but signs would be that potentially they may even make the bench today, um, which is something huge considering we weren't speaking about uh, that in the preview. We were actually speaking as if they were more than likely out in, in the preview show. So that's a big shot in the arm for Aston Villa, um, I would imagine, Paddy, if they are past fit, because we don't know if that is true or not.
0: Yeah, look, we're going, we're going to need a strong team to go and beat these today. I think it's important we get the win. That's the most important thing. So if if we've got more people that are at the disposal, all the better. I'm sure there's people that in the comments that don't, don't want certain people playing in certain positions, and I'm okay with that. You're entitled to your opinion. And uh, I know me, for one, I'd love to have Kamara back in there starting and Abbey for that matter. So if, if they are there, brilliant. If they're not there, we're just going to have to get behind whatever is out there. Um. Albeit, we do have adequate replacements to come in and do a job against Wolves. If it was Man City, I'd be a lot more worried. But uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I just caught the t- tail end of what you said there. It's a hoodoo we need to get off our back today. I think the hoodoo for me started, the, the, the day you alluded to the other night, the, the day of the start of Dean Smith's demise when we were 2-0 up with 10 minutes to go and managed to lose the game 3-2. Oh, ironically, D- Den Donker scored that day as well.
1: Mm. Yeah. Paddy, do you want to know some good news going into this game? And I know, Paddy, like like as I say, Paddy, this is going to really put you at ease. This because as we know, this is one of your, uh, it's one of the big things. It's one of the the top two things that that you feel needs to be done on game day. Um Unai's has got the blazer on today. He's got the <laughs> blazer, and the fashion is on t- is is top notch today. As well. look, the hair is slicked back, and everything. There's a lot. He, of listen, he listens to
0: me now look, look, yeah, look exactly. how look how prepared he looks there today. He looks exactly. like he means business. He looks like he did when we rocked up against Chelsea. And I know you don't believe in the psychology of all this, but I think that's vitally important that you go and dress respectfully as a manager and be like he can be just as active, um, where where he is in in the in the technical area with that on as he can be with a track suit. So I'm delighted to see him in a suit.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And people who say that suits are restrictive have never seen an Irish wedding. That's all I'll tell you, because uh, I've seen people do more physical activity with a suit on at an Irish wedding, especially about 12 o'clock in, uh, at nighttime uh, than I have seen them do in any active wear throughout the whole course of their lives. So, uh, yeah, no, a bit of crack. Yeah, as we said, the fa- that's the fashion segment done, uh, easing us nicely into the on-field play. The off-field side of things is good. Um Paddy's mic is way louder than Neil's. Uh, let's try that. How's about How's about this? I can. Uh, oh, you should see what I've got here at, at the moment, lads. Your no new toys. You should see what I have. I have new <laughs> toys. Is right, chat. Yeah. I have new toys that I can. I can start to play with. And you guys should be hearing me a lot louder now. I don't know if, if that is the case. Let me know if that is the case, because I'm up to 65 decibels. I could actually be crackling all over the place. So no, you're all right, about, you're not too bad. Uh, a small a bit. Um, no,
0: are we already talking about emory Suit impacting the game? No, yeah, I'm Shereke, you, need,
1: you need you need to come every you need to come every week. If you don't come every week and watch the podcast every week, Sharique, you, you won't be able to figure out what's going on. Uh, yeah, we, we're uh, only having week, a bit of fun.
0: We're only having a bit of fun. It's,
1: exactly. It's episodic. Yeah, it's episodic. So you have to come every week. That's that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of it this is a bit of crack we had last week trying to figure out why uh, why our waveform was was up and our home form was or sorry, why our waveform is down and our home form is up and playing in the middle of the week and we were uh, we were just exploring every single opportunity or every single avenue well paddy was uh, from that point of view A um, couple of comments there as well guys um oh sorry i had a lovely comment there um I've completely lost it. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Habs says confirmed that the Abbey and Bubba travelled with the squad to Molyneux. I, I I suppose for a game for an away game that close, I'd nearly expect them to travel anyway. Um, I know Emi Buendia has travelled with yeah. every single game. Uh, so uh, so far this season, even to European games. I don't know whether he's travelled himself or paid for his own. But that's one cool thing actually. I've I've noticed about Emi Buendia is that he's uh, he seems to be following the squad around and staying part of the squad and i i, I like that and obviously we saw it you saw it during the week as well against uh Zirinsky that uh uh tyrone mings was at the game as well you know so keeping that cohesiveness together within the team is is, is huge um if anybody else just as well if anybody else uh about my microphone because as i say i do have some new toys i've got a new mixing desk here beside me and uh, i'm just waiting i'm just trying to figure out how to um, so sorry. I suppose dial it in and get it all adjusted. So let me know how my mic is sounding. If it's sounding any better after this, Matt Hanlon, thank you so much for that. Points for podcasters. Looking forward to to a good game. Bit worried about our five two three setup and attackers on our high line. I I'm actually of all the attacking setups, this one, this one. I'm I'm not going to say I'm least worried about because remember my, my hoodoo that I put on this team about uh, the goalkeeper for Zrunchki being, the, being their weak link. But I think that we set up well against this. And I, I actually think we're going to go three at the back anyway uh, today. I think it's going to be Carlos. I think it's going to be Kanzek, Carlos and Paul Torres uh, today. Um, And then we're going to see Cash and Dina a small bit higher as well. But uh, we will see that in about a minute and a half when the team is announced uh, as well. Um, Bye-bye. Uh, yeah and Nick McMahon says is a good lad didn't know he was doing that missed him more than I expected yeah I've I've been it's, since he's been out of the team I've been kind of stalking uh, himself and, and Tyrone Mings on social media um, I don't know why but uh, I've seen Emmy Brundia's gender reveal recently I've seen him all, 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 <laughs> all that kind of stuff as well so yeah careful, Mary, you'll get you'll the get
0: stick on the levels I'm getting for talking about dress sense and all that kind of stuff
1: <laughs> talking about Emi gender reveal and yeah. you know what the guy thing is i know i saw it but you think i can remember the gender of his child you think i can remember the sex of the child uh no i think it might be a girl but uh i'm open to correction on that one if anyone else saw it um but patty getting back just before the team is going team is is announced because it's on the way now there now any second um if it hasn't been announced already no it hasn't um okay. i suppose the 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 the, if if the doesn't start today, do you think he will go will go with the straight out? Um, Zaniolo barely be, behind um, behind Watkins combination. I would. I think, think so. he's not a yeah. real excuse, real option yeah. to be honest.
0: Yeah, un- un- unless he plays Duran, which is probably less less likely than than Zaniolo off that off that side. So, um, I, Jesus,
1: they have it, have they? Starting eleven is out. Starting 11 is out, and Diaby is there, and Kamara is there. So, Martinez and oh. Golds Conza, Diego Carlos, and Pau Torres, Dina and Cash are in there, just like I thought. Uh, Kamara, Douglas, Louise McGinn, Diaby, and Watkins. So, that's the team I would have named had had everybody been fit. I am really happy, really happy with that team. There, is, there isn't even a, a, a smidgen of a tantrum for me in that team, because that is our best <laughs> 11.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't disagree with you there. Um, it's it's as strong as you're going to get without without the injuries that we have. Uh, obviously, we'd have Tyron Mings in there for sure. But th- that is a team that's set out to go and beat them today. And I am buzzing for this now. I was I was nervous, I have to say, all morning. But that is a strong team. I hope Kamara and Diaby are at full tilt because. Uh, Because we need them to be. We need to go and make a statement today. We need to end the hoodoo and we need to beat these guys and beat them well, I hope.
1: I think so too. I love that shirt. I love that shirt. It's so plain. It's so plain and so simple. Um, maybe do you know what maybe if um, okay this is turning into a fashion podcast but maybe maybe if it had a a, a, a claric collar to it a la the old AST uh, old the AST shirts but I know the collars are, are a thing of the past now but uh, I really like that shirt I love it Um, and I'm interested to see how how it uh, how it holds up with regards to the wicking the sweat wicking technology <laughs> issue that we well, have Well it did seem much and, better in, in
0: pre-season and, and the game against Liverpool it did seem much better than, than the home shirt but uh yeah, look, it's a strong team, strong bench. You want to run through the bench there?
1: Yeah, the bench is Olsen, Tielemans, Traore, Chamber, Longley, Zaniolo, Duran, Bailey and then Donker. And to be honest with you, it's been a while. Well, it's, you know what I mean no, but it's been a while since we've had dedicated players that can come in and, and um uh, and and cover at right or left side of that defence, you know, and specifically the two guys we have there, they can come in and cover in a back three an awful lot easier than they can come in and cover in a back two. So that's why I'm delighted we've gone with this back three. And if Diego Carlos can't last 90 minutes, which I actually don't expect him to be able to last 90 minutes today or, or to be at full pelt come 90 minutes, and that's OK, too we can bring him off and we can bring on um, somebody like Chambers or somebody like Longley uh, uh, as yeah. well and, and, and Shuff you don't want to be doing it don't get me wrong but if the opportunity was there we've got two options in the bench uh, that we can choose from there or we could change it up and bring in Dan Donker play four at the back and, and maybe play him further back sitting maybe play a double pivot with himself and Kamara and McGinn and, and Douglas Louise pull pull um kind of come come more condensed and Diaby plays behind Watkins and we go with a kind of a diamond formation like we have in the in the past four Two, 2 2 kind of a thing um, in, in midfield but I'm really really um, I'm really 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 happy with this team like as I say there's for me there's even on a bench there's no talking point in this team whatsoever no negative talking point I think in this team whatsoever. Yeah there doesn't appear
0: to be anybody missing either that we off the bench that we we had spoken about previously like it's it's great that you got two potential centre-halves there to, to help you you've got You've got a, mid, a defensive mid, two defensive midfielders, and then you've got four attackers, four decent attackers to come in and change the game. So, mm-hmm. the most important thing is that we're set out here to protect early on. There's, uh, you know, three three at the back in possession, five out of position. It could potentially be a decent win for us today, but we need to we need to stop conceding early, and um, we stopped the rod on that in recent weeks. It needs to stay that way, and I think if we if we get on the on the on the front foot from the start, we will go and beat them. I'm not expecting anything over the top like last week, 6-1 or anything like that. But there's no reason why we couldn't go and win this game 2-1 or 2-0. Oh
1: yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I think... The narrative for this game as would have shifted between Aston Villa trying to stifle or from Aston Villa trying to stifle Wolves' attack, which hasn't massively been firing on all cylinders. And once again, respect to them. This is not us saying that they're that they're bad because any team can beat any team in the Premier League on their day. Um, But I think you know Wolves would be looking at us going, okay, right, if we go three at the back. Who's somebody? Somebody in that tree has to almost be dedicated to be spying on Diaby at all times. Not their midfield because if they go with their two in midfield, which is going to be Lamina and it's and, and and Gomez. If they go one of those spying on Diaby, well then our midfield. Then if you let Douglas Luiz have have his his cake and eat it there in midfield, you're going to get punished. And John McGinn obviously coming into it more and more. And since Una Emery has come into come to the club, he's been uh, more active in both both uh, phases of play, both going forward and going back backwards also Semedo is going to have a tough time up against dinia like what they do to teams is they push their full backs up it's, I, I i get their, their their team up here actually as we're talking about this so cuz i don't know who it is who, who who they have playing but if it is Semedo, um uh if if it is somebody like 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 Semedo on the right hand side it is there already there, um mm, mm, and uh Eight Nuri or Eight Nuri or whatever his name, if he's on the, yeah, he is. If he's on the other side there as well. So there's their team. Um, you know, we're our our full backs are well capable of pushing them back. Um and and uh, and making them have to defend a small bit more. So I'm I'm actually really interested to see how these two formations go up against each other. And I think we've got the upper hand with the players that we have in the player in the positions that they play. Because there's nothing new from their team there. Their front front three is Anki Chan and uh Cunha and Neto. We expected that. We spoke about that in the preview. Neto obviously being their outlet ball. Um Chan is coming into um coming into form and Cunha is their big Big uh, money signing. Um, the two guys in midfield, Lamina and Gomez, are really forming a partnership inside there, and they're they're really. I I really like Lamina as a player, I really do. And uh, yeah, as I say, it's a uh, it's it's it, both lineups are exactly as expected. To be honest with you, we both have our best first elevens out uh, exactly. on the field there. It seems.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think we could win this midfield battle. I think I think we- we'll probably be top heavy in there against there too. Um, and and the other place I see where we can get at them is out Nuri. If we if we can get out Nuri attacking us, I I would I would I would imagine that's where we'd hit them on the break. There's plenty of space to go in there behind him, which 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 I noticed from Rand City last week. So if we if we can look at that space as well as bossing the midfield, and and we can just dr- pull and drag those three around uh, up top, which we know Watkins and Diaby we well capable of doing it, and splitting them and just playing off the shoulder, we can definitely. You know, one of those slow drill passes will definitely cr- cripple them. So we, we we've just got to be we just got to be aggressive here today. We've got two weeks off, and um, be aggressive from the start. Really go and boss the game, and and keep keep it the, the midfield as deep as possibly can because that's you know those guys coming forward is where they'll cause us untold damage. Because um, and and look respect respect is given here because we've played three at the back to counteract them playing three up front. So it it will be man for man with, with someone talking in if, if if somebody goes on the overlap if cash goes you'll see Dean probably dropping back in or else Bubakar Kamara dropping back into the to to uh, you know more more of a, a back four than a, than a than a a number six role I suppose but um yeah he's given them respect in that in that sense of playing the three they have they have a couple of decent players to come off the bench as well. But I'm, I'm more than happy with what we have there to go and win the game.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. I absolutely think exactly the same. And uh, I think Aston Villa are... Uh, I think it's going to be, going to be really, really... Um, I think it's actually going to be more of an attacking game. I think both sides are going to go for this. International break is the reason why um, Wolves... Wolves... Uh, we've, we've said this before, Paddy, and look, obviously the two of us sitting over here in Ireland, and, and I know there's a lot of people on the... The the black countryside of Birmingham and stuff like this that will see this as a huge derby. We have consistently said over the last three years that I personally don't really see this as a derby. I see it as a game against a against a Premier League rival and a close neighbor, but it's nowhere near for me that the, the reaction that, that a, a Birmingham game or even a West Brom game would have. Um, and I don't know why. It just doesn't fill me with that with that, uh, that derby intensity. But what I'm the reason I'm getting at that is that um is that Wolves seem to get up for this game, get up for the Aston Villa game and an awful lot more um, yeah. uh, in general. And th- that's why I think these two teams are going to be attacking. Um, it's before the international break. Um, yes, some players are going to go away on in international duty, but this is the last game they'll have with their clubs for the next two weeks. And... Um, Villa win this, we could potentially be in the top four going into the international break, which would be mind-numbing, and also putting us on 18 points after our first nine games. Is it 18 points after uh, after our first nine eight games? games? Eight, eight games. games. Eight games, sorry. would be absolutely fantastic. You know, that is the recipe for huge success, uh, getting those points early in the season, and uh, but we have to get three points today to be on that, and uh, I think Unai Emery has put out the right team to do that.
0: Yeah, can't argue with that. Um, as you say, the the character getting into the top four this evening is absolutely mind blowing from where we were this time last year. So, it wouldn't it be nice to be at the end of today, um, looking down on on a lot of clubs, including you know I know you mentioned that it's not a derby, but there's there's a lot of people that listen. To it. There's a lot of people listen to this podcast. There's a lot of people going to the match today that they're Monday morning. Means yeah, a lot. Means a lot that the, they don't have to deal with the the the, the custard bowl uh, giving them an awful time. So it's a it's it's a big game for those people. So it's not a derby, absolutely not a derby, but they are geographically the nearest side that we're going to place play realistically probably for a while. So it's a it's the closest we have to a derby. Let's say.
1: For any of you listening back on the audio podcast, there, I forgot to talk. For any of you guys listening back on the audio podcast, Avfc AVFC of the wonderful Dale has popped up there underneath. If Aston Villa score two goals today against Wolves, it'll be the first time that Villa have scored 20 goals in their opening eight top flight matches since 1932. I think, Paddy, you might have been just around at that stage to have seen that, but I certainly. Yeah, I was 10. Uh, it was 10. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy <laughs> was 10. But uh, that is an absolutely crazy stat i suppose it's a crazy stat in a lot of ways because even the great teams the Villa had through the 80s uh, and and so on couldn't reach that mark um yeah. so like it's another thing, Paddy, we spoke in the preview about highs and the highs and lows and lows, and I suppose, and sitting back and looking at everything as, as a big tapestry as opposed to looking at, it at one game and one event um, in time. And, and reason being is because I suppose recently both of us have been kind of gotten caught up, I got caught up in the emotion after the after the um, the Zrinski game and so on. And I suppose when you look back at it, that would be an amazing feat. To break a record of almost 100 years, what's that? That's 91 years of, of a record it would be absolutely insane. Pre-war, records, to start breaking those under Una Emery that's something to be really really proud of so that's fantastic and for everybody as well this will, this just because Stato is here, he's in, is in the chat. This link will automatically redirect into Stato's feed after this for the live um, watch along with Stato, with Dale afterwards. So you don't got to go anywhere. We will throw you directly over to Dale. And then afterwards, Dale will throw you directly back to us for the post-match <laughs> and the final whistle. So we'll be delighted to have you. And I hope that you enjoy the the live watch along once we're finished here with with Dale as, as well. Um... Just, just to give oh, it from sorry. the other
0: side, the other side of the coin. Yeah. Paul, Paul said, "Sorry, guys, definitely a derby has been since the seventies, especially in our house. Dad and bro are wolves. Me and mom are Villa. There's plenty yeah. of people like that. There's plenty of households around the West Midlands like that. With all like, one of my good friends is a Villa fan, and his brother is Blue Nose. His father is a West Brom fan, and his mother is a Wolf fan. So you get, you definitely get households like that. So uh, I, I totally get where you're coming from. But oh yeah." I, We're we're just saying that baggies are nearer and obviously blues are nearer and that they would be bigger derby.
1: So um, yeah, you know you're you're absolutely entitled to think that. Exactly. And as I say, we we think it like that's why I prefaced it, that we are living in Ireland and we like we don't really feel that closeness to this as a derby. That's what I meant by it. You know, so that's why we call it kind of the fake derby. But obviously we understand that there are people there whose Monday morning will be will be directed towards uh, a win within this. And that is absolutely completely and utterly understandable as well. It is a derby, but it's not the derby. That's a fair point. Bog. That is a fair point. <laughs> okay. That That is a fair point. Um. There was uh something there. I am the, the comments are coming ticking fast, so thanks very much everyone for that. Whoa, somebody is somebody was FaceTiming me there out oh, of nowhere. Do they <laughs> not know that we're one of my mates is FaceTiming me? Why isn't he watching? Good lord. Yeah, you think he, he probably wants parents. to get on the show. Uh, probably does. Yeah, yeah, probably does. Um Maddie Cash's hundred appearance today for Aston Villa. Yeah. Fair play um, to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, there's something else. I'm looking for a comment there. Guys, while I'm looking for this comment, do you guys want to pop in your scores, the score predictions there? And we'll start rattling through those really, really, really quickly at the end. And... Um, uh, uh, Correct. Yeah. Sunderland and Newcastle are different cities at a Derby, a Cardiff and Swansea, etc. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, um, the only reason we were yeah. saying that is that we don't really, really feel it is, but people will feel it. Yeah. We'll, to the write, game we'll write that in pencil because, like as, as you say,
0: as, as the commenter said earlier, back in the 70s, this was a huge game when both teams yeah. were doing particularly well. It, it it probably could be reignited very quickly with, with one uh, bad bad uh, tempered derby i suppose if if that's how it feels like on the day but uh yeah look derbies take all all uh, shapes and forms you, you look at, at derby and and nots forest you look at even when i rocked up to Trammere in the hope of buying a ticket and they told me it was a derby match against wrexham and i said to them how is it a derby match against wrexham they live in a bloody different country <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah yeah so look it take it takes all forms for a derby and i totally get and respect that people will be uh Will be will be thinking that they, they they really don't want to go into work tomorrow, having lost the Wolves, and I don't I don't want to go into work tomorrow, having lost the Wolves anyway, because I think this is just a springboard, and and it just makes everything a whole lot positive, or more positive, going into the international break, and as we always say, you're only as good as your last game, so the last game being two weeks away gives us a bit more hurt to get through before we go
1: and play West Ham in two weeks. I think so too, yeah, yeah. It's always nice to win going into an international break. And then we'll say when we win going into the international break that the international break has come at a bad time for Aston Villa because we're, we've accumulated so many points. So you just can't really win when it comes true. You can't win. Yeah, absolutely, Habs. Thanks for reminding us. We keep on forgetting to do this YouTube thing of asking people to like the, like the stream if you do like it and to subscribe to us as well if you do like what you see also. Here's the little rundown of scores, everybody. KK has come hot. Out of the traps with 6-0 <laughs> to Villa. Uh, Habs has, has said it's going to be 3-2 to Villa. It's going to be a thriller. Dico Blanco says 3-0 to Villa. The Wayland well uh, Valley says 3-1 Villa. David Style says 2-1 Villa with a late winner. Uh, Michael O'Brien says 3-0 to Villa. John Steele's going with 2-2. Two, two. Western Hood is going with 2-2. Two, two. Paul Merson, Villa legend. Paul Merson. Um, uh Mike Dean killer uh you should change your name to my new hero <laughs> yeah yeah Patty. I think I think Paddy um uh, what's it? Um like like well, what's the word I'm looking for? He he took over Paul Morrison's body, I think, yesterday on uh and <laughs> Sky when he was having a go at Mike Dean. Um Andy Brogan says 2-0 Villa. Uh Rayleigh says 3-2 to Villa. Patrick Svensson's going 2-2, Aston the Villa fans going 3-1, Junior Bennett Bennett 3-1 as well. 2-1 says Jordan Levy, 4-2 says Steve B. Rachel saying 1-1, Shariq is saying 1-1. St- Stato uh, is going 3-1 Villa. Uh C is going 2-1 villa. Alfie's Reef is going 4-1 villa. Michael Richards is going with 3-1 Villa uh, Gaz Oaks is going to, to go with 2-1 Villa Sean Green's going for nil all um, and it very well could be Matt Helen's <laughs> going with 2-1 Paul Miller is going with 2-1 Villa Mark Wood is going with 3-1 uh, Lee Bruce is going with 1-1 or 2-1 Villa Welsh Woody's going with 1-1 Gambetto's going with 2-0 to Aston Villa Aston Villa Armchair Fan is going with 3-1 to Villa Paulus is going 3-1 Villa Brendan Townsend is going for 2-0 Villa with Watkins to score both T8 is saying Lily Tate says there's, there's going to be Lily Tate 2 Villa 1 oh no Lily Tate must be going yeah Lily Tate is going for 2-1 Villa 7 is going for 2-0 Villa Zana 7 is going for 3-0 Villa with Watkins double Zaniola getting his first goal off the bench Jason Downing is going with 3-1 Steele 24-7 is going with 3-1 the MacBees is going with 1-1 T8 is going with 4-1 Villa Dream Villain is going with 4-1 Villa B Happy is going with 2-1 with Cash and Watkins Standing on the Word is going with 2-1 Michael Huggins is going with 3-1 Villa three one Villa. Watkins and Cash the score. Um where am I? Um oh wow, there's loads more still coming in here. Uh Dean Blackwood is going with uh going with 3-0 villa. David Dwyer is going with 2-1 Villa. John James uh, John Gamerson is going with 3-1. Daryl Ryan is going with 1-0 villa. Carlo Weather is going with 3-1. Uh, Michael McCarthy Smith is going with 1-0. Jerry Corwin is going with 2-1. Uh da- Adam uh, S is going with 3-1 Villa. Ty Dial is going with 3-0 Villa. Oh no, I'm after losing a load of them because it's after, it's after updating my chat. Sorry if I miss anyone. It's 3-1 Villa, Brendan Walsh. Richie Ryan is going with 3-1. Uh Audrey's going with 3-0 Villa. Um Dean, uh, Dean, Jordy Villain's going with 3-0. My Converted Villa fan wife is going with 3-1. and Grady's going with 2-2. Austin <laughs> Jacobs going with 4-1. 12-0, says Paul, Paul S. Ross Morrison's going for 4-3. Uh, any win is good, says Cy si with 2-1. Jam, Jam Jack is going with 4-1 Villa. Scuba Manter is going with 4-0 Villa. Daniel Coyne is going with 14-0 in dog years to Villa. I think that means 2-0 if I do, my maths are correct. Hey, who marries? is uh, go, going with 2-0 Villa. Derek is going with 4-0. Austin Jacobs is going with 4-2. Uh, and uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm trying to remember who's put them in, TSR. Are you saying I'm tempted to keep putting in results and alternate accounts just to make Neil carry on? John Foster, John Fraser is going with 6-1. The Missing is going with 2-0. Dan Lane is going with 0-0. Telemins to score the winner, says Tony Spaxson at 2-1. Richie Burton is going with 3-1. And Pete still is going at 3-1 Villain. HSS is asking, why is this at two times the speed? I was just practicing my auctioneer's voice, HSS, because I'm looking to get a job on Storage (laughs) Wars UK or something like that at some stage, or maybe even Cash in the Attic or one of those uh, those shows. Now, I can take my breath after that. Paddy, what do you think the game is going to finish? I am gonna go two one Villa. I think it's gonna be tight. I hope we don't
0: succeed, but I just have a sneaky feeling they might get one. But I do believe we're gonna win this today, and I have to do a hard stop because I bring my son to work before I get to uh, okay. sit down and watch Wait, the match. Just, just so, to
1: clarify, you said you said I hope I hope we don't succeed. I, I presume that was a misspeak. Yeah, concede? Thought I said you said. Oh, <laughs> you said succeed instead of concede. <laughs> so, cool. So you're going two
0: one. Two one, yeah, absolutely. What I meant is, I hope that we we don't concede. Obviously, I hope we succeed. So uh, exactly, yeah. Go so I've, I've got to, I've got to run, so I'm going to jump off and leave you to up the villa,
1: go up the villa, get the boy wonder to work, and um, yeah, and make sure that he keeps that good job of his. I am going to go with. I'm going to go two nil Villa. I'm going to go for a 2-0 Villa break that 91 year streak of uh of Villa scoring 20 goals in our first eight games and uh going into the post to the pre international break in great fetel with an away win um and uh I hope that's what's going to happen because I'm re- I've been really looking forward to this game. I was looking forward to this game even before I was looking forward to the Zrinski game um hot in the heels of last last week's game against against Brighton There's a good feeling about Aston Villa. There's a good feeling about Aston Villa, but we're still kind of going under the radar if you think about it. Yes, the teams, our our pundits spoke about us for maybe about 10 minutes after the Brighton game and we'd won 6-1 and we still couldn't grab the national media. And do you know why we couldn't grab the national media? Because Wolves beat Man City two one, so you know it's uh, it, it it's been an interesting one. We've slid under that table, as I'd say as I say, and a win today will put us very close, if not in the top four, uh, going into the uh, well, it will put us there if other teams lose for sure, uh, going into the to the um to the international break. So um I'm happy. I'm looking forward to this. The most dangerous Aston Villa, the most dangerous time for an Aston Villa fan is when they're optimistic. I fully understand that. And Wolves are a good team. They are uh, really resurgent under gary o'neill and we need to be right bang up on top of our game with regards to this one but i'm looking forward to it and i'm hoping for a tuna last and villa win today and uh i think that um i think that this is the best 11 we could have put out uh today so um you know that's uh that that's good preparation there's been good preparation for this game and um yeah i'm really looking forward to it i'm really really looking forward uh to it as well so um that's going to do it I'm going to let all you guys uh, get yourself ready for your for, for the game today if you're in the ground if you're traveling to the ground I hope I, and I wish you all the safety today Um, have a great day at the game roar the villa the villains onto to victory if you're watching it from home get your libations sorted out get your your uh, your uh, refreshments sorted out and we will we'll be back with a post match podcast right in the final whistle you don't got to go anywhere this is going to throw you straight into Dale's feed if you if you are uh, uh, going to watch the watch along with, with AVFC Stato and our Recommend that you do that, but um, I'm going to go off now and get something to wet my whistle because that was a lot of results I had to go through there. But thanks so much everybody for watching. Thanks so much everybody for listening. Here's to an Aston Villa win today. I hope we can get the job done in the Black Country. But until uh, later on in the and the post match uh, post match podcast, um, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the Villa.
0: Podcast Network.